0: and welcome to the Brothers Grimm Lunch Break. I'm Eric Wagoner. Today I'll be reading The Seven Ravens. There once was a man who had seven sons, and no matter how he wished for a little daughter, his wish remained unfulfilled. Then one day his wife gave him hope of another child, and when the baby was born, it was indeed a girl. Their joy was great, but the child was sickly and small, and because she was so weak, she had to be baptized at home. The father sent one of the boys to run quickly to the well for some baptismal water. The other six ran along with him, and since each of them scrambled to be the first to draw the water, the pitcher fell into the well. There they stood, not knowing what to do, nor did any of them dare go home. When they failed to return, their father grew impatient and said, Those wicked boys must have forgotten what I sent them to do. They're probably playing games again. He was afraid that his daughter might die without being baptized, and in his anger he exclaimed, "'I wish those boys would all be turned into ravens!' No sooner had he uttered those words than he heard a whirring over his head, and when he looked up, he saw seven ravens, black as coal, flying up and away. It was too late for the parents to revoke the curse. And even though they were sad about the loss of their seven sons, they were comforted to a certain extent by their dear little daughter, who grew stronger and more beautiful with each day that passed. For a long time she was unaware that she had brothers, because her parents took great care not to mention them. But one day she overheard some people talking about her, and saying that though she was indeed beautiful, she was actually the one who had caused the misfortune that had struck her seven brothers. Upon hearing this, she was greatly distressed, she went to her father and mother and asked whether she had brothers and what had happened to them. Her parents could no longer keep the secret from her. However, they said that the will of heaven had been responsible for her brother's fate and not her own birth. Nonetheless, their fate weighed heavily on the maiden's conscience, and she believed it was up to her to rescue them. From then on, she had no peace of mind. And finally, she secretly set out into the wide world to find some trace of her brothers and free them, no matter what it might cost. The only things she took with her were a little ring as a memento to remind her of her parents, a loaf of bread to still her hunger, a jug of water to quench her thirst, and a little stool to rest on when she became tired. She set out, walking straight ahead, and went far, far away until she reached the end of the world. She came to the sun, but it was too hot and terrible, and it ate little children. So she turned away from there as quickly as she could and ran to the moon, but it was too cold, not to mention gruesome and wicked. When it saw the girl, it said, I smell something. I smell human flesh. Immediately she scampered away and went to the stars, who were friendly and kind to her. Each one was sitting on its own little chair, but the morning star stood up, "'handed her the drumstick of a chicken, and said, "'If you don't have this drumstick, "'you won't be able to open the glass mountain, "'and that's where you'll find your brothers.' "'The girl took the drumstick, "'wrapped it carefully in a piece of cloth, "'and continued traveling until she reached the glass mountain. "'The gate was locked, "'but she was prepared to take out the drumstick. "'Yet, when she began unfolding the cloth, "'she found it was empty. "'Indeed, she had lost the gift of the good-kind stars.' What was she to do now? She wanted to rescue her brothers, but did not have a key to the glass mountain. So the good sister took a knife, cut off a little finger, stuck it in the gate, and was fortunate enough to unlock it. After she entered, a little dwarf came toward her and said, What are you looking for, my child? I'm looking for my brothers, the seven ravens, she replied. The Lord Ravens are not at home, the dwarf said. But, if you wish to wait here until they return, come right in. Then the dwarf brought in the raven's meal on seven little plates, along with seven little cups, and their sister ate a tiny morsel from each one of the plates, and took a little sip from each one of the cups. When she came to the last cup, she took the ring that she had been carrying with her, and dropped it into the cup. All at once there was a whirring and fluttering noise in the air, and the dwarf said, Now the Lord Ravens will soon be home. When they arrived, they wanted to eat and drink and went straight to their plates and cups. Then each one in his turn cried out, Who's been eating from my plate? Who's been drinking from my cup? It was a human mouth. And when the seventh brother got to the bottom of his cup, a little ring rolled out. He looked at it and recognized it as the ring that belonged to his parents. God grant us that our little sister may be here. Then we'd be saved, he said. The Maiden was standing behind the door, and when she heard that, she came out, and all the ravens regained their human form. They hugged and kissed each other, and went happily home. The End The Brothers Grimm Lunch Break is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Download it and share it all you'd like, but don't change it or sell it. The translations used are copyright Jack Zipes, and are used with permission. His collected translations, The Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, is available on the media of your choice from Bantam Books. The music is Mount Timbrel by Jamie Janover off his All Strings Considered album, available on magnatune.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the other tales, you can find them on our website, www.grimlunch.org, where you can also leave comments or subscribe through iTunes. Thank you for listening.